0: Hello, our message today comes from Hebrews chapter 11, uh, known by many Christians as the Hall of Faith. Chapter 11 of Hebrews talks about many of the Bible characters, and how they lived for God and how they served God by faith. And today we're going to look at the person of Moses. The Bible says in verse 23, it says, By faith Moses, when he was born, was hid three months of his parents, because they saw that he was a proper child, and they were not afraid of the king's commandment. So to give you some context here of what's going on in this story, the Israelites, or the Hebrew people, also called the Jews, they were enslaved to the Egyptians. And the Egyptian king, Pharaoh, had passed a decree a royal decree a royal law that all the male children of the Hebrew women were to be killed and Moses being a Hebrew child the Bible says that his mom and his dad decided they did not kill him they hid him and there came a time when as Moses grew They knew that they would not be able to hide him forever. And they put him, we learned this in the Old Testament, they put him in a little, sort of like a small boat. The Bible calls it an ark. And they placed it in the water. And he was found by Pharaoh's daughter. And she took Moses in and adopted Moses as her own son. So Moses had grown up in the palace of the king of Egypt he had gone from the son of a slave to the son of the king of all the land and verse 24 by faith Moses when he was come to years, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter so when he became a man he became a young man Moses made a decision He didn't want to be known as Pharaoh's daughter. He decided to identify himself with the Hebrew children. So obviously Moses knew who he was. And the Bible doesn't tell us how he knew that, but he did. And the Bible says he chose rather to suffer affliction, in verse 25, he chose rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season esteeming the reproach of Christ greater riches than the treasures in Egypt for he had respect unto the recompense of the reward. So, Moses made a choice that he would rather suffer being a Hebrew than to enjoy the pleasures of sin in the palace of Pharaoh. Wow, what an amazing decision. This was very much like the decision that Paul made when the Bible says that he counted uh, all things, he counted all his prestige and his his reputation and his learning and his Hebrew education, he counted it but dung that he may win Christ. And Moses he obviously was rich. He lived in the palace and he chose to, give up all that and to identify himself with the Hebrew slaves. Why? Why would he do such a thing? Well, it says in verse 26 that he esteemed the reproach of Christ greater riches than the treasures in Egypt. So he decided that the things of God are greater than the things of this world. He esteemed the things of God more than he esteemed the things of the world to esteem means to greatly value something it's to greatly value something and to exalt it because you greatly value it so what Moses greatly valued was the reproach of Christ he greatly valued suffering for Christ why why would anyone value the suffering of christ well because he respected the fact that god would one day reward him compensate him for what he's done for god and that that compensation from god would be greater than anything the world could ever give him the pleasure we get from sin will never be as great as the reward we get from God for doing right. To reproach means to be disfavored. Uh, When people reproach you, they despise you, they disdain you, they hate your righteousness, they hate your service for God. And he willingly esteemed that because he knew the result of that would be the great riches of Christ. God is good. We say it all the time. We say God is good because we know that God is a rewarder of them who diligently seek him. And what God has to reward us with is of far greater value than what the world has to offer. My question today in this sermon is, what are you esteeming? What are you lifting up? What are you magnifying because you count it to be of great value. What we esteem will determine our future prosperity. What we, de- what we esteem will determine our future period, whether we prosper or not. Today I want to talk to you about three things that we need to esteem or that we need to value number one we need to esteem integrity what is integrity integrity is loyal it is loyalty to that which is right and holy and true and moral integrity is loyalty to honesty and truthfulness the bible says in proverbs 19 verse 1 Better is the poor that walketh in his integrity than he that is perverse in his lips and is a fool. I know oftentimes people don't like the use of that word fool, but the word fool is in the Bible many times. God uses it a lot. And here he calls the man a fool who is perverse in his lips. To be perverse is the opposite of integrity. It's wickedness. And when we speak wicked things and do wicked things, it leads to the land of foolishness. But when we walk in integrity, when we walk in honesty and morality and righteousness, it leads to a better way. And that's why the Bible says it's better is the poor who has integrity than the man who's perverse and is a fool. The Bible says in Proverbs 11 verse 28 he that trusteth in his riches shall fall but the righteous shall flourish as a branch I want to flourish as a branch a branch on a tree brings forth fruit I want to flourish like a branch and God says we can flourish when we have loyalty to that which is right when we walk in our integrity when we esteem and magnify and lift up honesty don't lie don't steal don't cheat tell the truth esteem integrity do what is right we may suffer in the short term but eventually god will recompense us eventually god will reward us for our integrity. If you go astray from honesty and integrity, it may prosper you today, but tomorrow is coming. When you do that which is immoral, you may have fun, and you may enjoy it now, but what about tomorrow? Don't sacrifice tomorrow on the altar of enjoying sin today. Do right today. It might bring the reproach of Christ, but eventually it will bring the reward of heaven. I'm not talking about going to heaven. I'm talking about the reward in heaven that God gives us. Number one, we need to esteem integrity. Number two, we need to esteem labor, work, suffering. The Bible says he becometh poor that dealeth with a slack hand. A slack hand is a lazy hand, someone who doesn't honor and value work. That leads to poverty. Now, I'm not talking about just physical poverty, but it leads to mental, emotional, and spiritual poverty where we're not diligent. The Bible says, but the hand of the diligent maketh rich. You want to be rich? I'm a rich man. Oh, I don't have all the things of the world, but I'm rich in blessings, partly because I work for God. I believe that suffering and labor and work is something to be valued and it should be a vital part of my life. Proverbs thirteen four says, The soul of the sluggard desireth and hath nothing, but the soul of the diligent shall be made fat. Be diligent. Work hard. Go through whatever you have to suffer to do right. And it will lead to our prosperity. When I say prosperity, I'm not talking about having big houses and big cars and fancy clothes in this world. I'm talking about God's prosperity, and you may get that in this world. And hard work in this world may bring you those things. But I'm talking about working hard for Christ. That you may have whatever God has for you, whether it be here or there. And most of what we're going to get from God is there in heaven, not here on this earth. I'm not talking about just work hard so you can have the things of the world. I'm talking about working hard for God, suffering and laboring for God. That's what Moses did. He turned his back on the riches of the world and the pleasures of sin, and he chose the reproach of Christ, working for Christ, because he had great respect for the fact that God is good and that God will reward him in the future. The Bible says in Romans chapter 8 and verse 18, it says, For I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. Whatever you can get on this earth will not compare to the blessings that you receive in heaven if you work for God. I said we need to esteem three things. Number one, we need to esteem integrity. Number two, we need to esteem work, labor, suffering. Number three, we need to esteem wisdom. The Bible says in Proverbs chapter 8, verse 11, for wisdom is better than rubies. A ruby is a very precious, expensive jewel. And wisdom is better than rubies. And all the things that may be desired are, are not to be compared to it whatever this world can give you it's not to be compared with wisdom gold silver diamonds houses lands money are not to be compared with wisdom in proverbs 16 verse 16 the bible says how much better is it to get wisdom than gold and to get understanding rather than to be chosen than silver If you notice there in the Bible, in Proverbs 16 16, both of those verses end with an exclamation point. It's something to get excited about. Wisdom is better than gold, wisdom is better than silver. As you live for Christ, and if you're truly living for Christ, you're not going to have all the things the people of the world have. You're going to have to give up some things to serve God, but you can get excited that the wisdom from God, the wisdom that you get from God, is much greater than gold and silver. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 19, 20, and 21, it says, For it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise and will bring to nothing the understanding of the prudent. Where is the wise? Where is the scribe? Where is the disputer of this world? Hath not God made foolish the wisdom of this world? Now, God talks here about destroying the wise. And we just learned that we should esteem wisdom. So, what's God, what's God getting at? What's God talking about? Well, God is talking about the fact that there is godly wisdom and there's worldly wisdom. We should strive to have godly wisdom. To be wise means to be smart. To know, to understand, to have good discernment. And when we go after God's wisdom, it's better than better than rubies, better than gold, better than silver. But the wisdom of the world, God shall bring it to naught, to bring it to nothing. Those who claim the wisdom of the world but don't know God are fools. The Bible says the fool has said in his heart that there is no God. There's a lot of people in this world that can do a lot of amazing things, but if they don't know God and don't seek his wisdom to one, one day it will all come to naught, for nothing. You can know how to produce one of these, or you can know how to do all kinds of things, but if you know God, what, if you don't know God, what good is it? It's good for nothing. What are you esteeming? What are you placing value on? What are you lifting up in your life? Moses lifted up the reproach of Christ, suffering for Christ. Why? Because he had respect. He had faith that God would reward him if he served Christ. And we, we need to do the same. And the way we do that is to esteem three things. We esteem integrity, honesty, morality, righteousness. We value doing right. Number two, we value work, labor, and suffering. The, the farmer goes out and he works hard and he plants crops and he waters them and he takes care of them and he works and he labors knowing that it's going to bring fruit. And we need to esteem Wisdom. Not the wisdom of the world, but the wisdom of God. I use this as an illustration. Many of you watching this program and many of you parents who put your children in school, you greatly value education. You greatly value what education can give you and your children. You esteem it. But the wisdom of God is much more important. I feel so sorry for the child who is placed in the greatest of educational systems but is denied the learning of the Scripture. I feel sorry for the child who goes to the best of schools but doesn't go to the best of churches. Sunday school and Bible learning is more important than any school your child can go to to learn math and science and social studies and all that other stuff. I appreciate all of those things. I have a degree from a university. I've learned science. I have a science degree. I've gone into higher learning. I appreciate the things that higher learning can bring. But I would never choose that over the reproach of Christ. And I would never choose that to give up being trained for God. When I went to university, I made a decision. I made a decision that I would not miss church. And I went to church on Sunday mornings, Sunday nights and Wednesday nights in a good church. And I made a decision that on the weekends I would serve God. I had a bus route. I'd go out and visit people, win souls to Christ, and bring people to church in a bus on Sundays. And I decided I would not study on the weekend, but I would only study during the week because I valued my Christian life more than a worldly education. And God blessed those decisions. I was an honor student. I was in the elite of the elite in my college by putting God first and putting the world second. I'm not saying you can't learn higher things. I'm not saying you can't better your education. I'm saying don't make it more valuable than the things of God. Now I said this to my church. You know, oftentimes people spend great money on getting the resources of education. They'll pay to go to School, they'll pay for transportation to school, they'll pay for school books, but they want you to give them a Bible. And that's a sad testimony. This right here, what we can learn from it, is far greater than anything man can teach you about anything else. Esteem. Wisdom. Wisdom esteem labor, work, and suffering, and esteem your integrity. Some of you will cheat to get passing grades in school. Some of you parents will help your children cheat to get passing grades in school. And that is not going to lead to a good place. What we need is to do right and to go after the wisdom of God and to work hard for God, and it'll work out to our reward. And one day, God will say about us like he did to Moses, well done, my good and faithful servant. You know, I think about Moses right now. Where is Moses? He's in heaven. When Jesus was transfigured at the mountain of transfiguration, he looked up, and there's Moses and Elijah with the Father in heaven. Moses was exalted to a high, high place. I don't think Moses will ever regret choosing the reproach of Christ. And I don't think Moses will ever regret leaving the palace and the pleasure of sin to choose Christ. And I hope you also will make that decision. Now, if you don't know for sure that if you died that you'd go to heaven... You need to get born again first. If you have any questions about that, please contact us. We'd like to help you. You can contact us on any of our social media platforms. We thank you for listening to the Fundamental Hour. God bless.